1: On your radio and in the game right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Start of a new week, and it's good to be with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, C Spire Text Line, as always, is open. And you know that we would love to hear from you, 601-879-4395. That's the number if you would like to be a part of the conversation. Hit us up. Give us a text. Time to unlimit your data with $45 Unlimited only. From prepaid by Seaspire. Get unlimited on Seaspire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with autopay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com to see all that's going on at the Golden Moon, at Dancing Rabbit, at Silver Star, and of course, the sports book at Timeout Lounge. We talked, uh, Brian Haydad reminded us last week that there are no such thing as a bad weekend of football. And I think we probably, when it's all said and done, are in agreement. But some weekends are more appetizing going in than others. There are some weekends where you have a handful of top 25 matchups, there's some weekends where everybody's playing conference games. And then there's some weekends where you look around and you go, meh, there's not a lot there nationally. And it tends to be those weekends where you go to bed late on Saturday night or you wake up on Sunday morning and you go, man, what a great day of college football. And we kind of got that this past weekend. Boys, what's up? Happy Monday. I just want to say that I don't do this very often. I don't like to pat myself on the back. I am kind of self-deprecating and never really think that I have... Uh, Reached my maximum potential. This weekend, I'm a winner. I feel Winners like a winner. Winners is in the next hour. I, I feel incredible today. First of all, the Americans beat the absolute you-know-what out of the Europeans in the Ryder Cup. It wasn't close. Skull drag. Domination. Curb stomp. Then, the Saints get healthy on defense and play like one of the best defenses in football. Mac Jones uh, hadn't seen anything like that in Tuscaloosa, did he? Dominated the Patriots yesterday. And then, I get both of my picks right. Uh, I got NC State plus 10. And I got Florida plus the 19. Or minus the 19, excuse me. Nailed that. And I just got the notification on my phone that C Spire Fiber will be available for my home this week. Week. I am a winner. I've done nothing but win all weekend. I'm feeling great. Happiest I've heard Michael Borky (laughs) in a long time. It's mostly because of the fiber, honestly. I'm sick. I am sick to death of doing live video or podcast recording or show prep where my internet crashes unexpectedly or can't handle just like having two tabs open where I'm taking scores down and notes or whatever, getting ready for the show, (laughs) and I can't do it because everything freezes. No more. You're going to uh, you're going to enjoy that. So you went two and zero on your picks. I went one and one. My my dog, my my underdog for the record for the second consecutive uh, consecutive week has been a a wrong team favored outright winner. It was uh, it was BYU against Arizona State two weeks ago, and then this uh, this past week it was uh, Notre Dame against Wisconsin. But the favorite not so much because BYU. Eh, it's time to get off the Mormon train. Hey, a little uh, a little disappointing this past week. Did not cover. They got the win. They did not cover, and so I went one and one Hey, Dad, what were your two picks? What did you what did you finish doing? I was one and one I got Arkansas okay.
3: as the outright winner uh, against Texas A&M, but uh, Michigan State did not cover
2: against Nebraska. No, they did not. Hey,
3: Took overtime.
2: Scott Frost kind of has his boys playing well and playing for him. Now they lost yes, the last winning. two games. Playing well in losses. They are, but... It happens. It, it does. Uh, they're playing better, though. He might salvage this thing at least for a year. Perhaps the road does not get a whole lot easier, but we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Hey, Dad. Weekend results of the football game, notwithstanding, how was it? That's it good. That's
3: good. Had a good weekend. Uh, you know, two of the football teams I care about won. Saint Alouish has picked up their first win of the year in a uh over Nash's Cathedral on Friday night. Ooh, rivalry. And, and and for the first time that I can remember, the refs made a bad call and it benefited St. Al. So I'll take that. Uh and then of course the Saints yesterday that was that was a lot of fun. Uh watching them just dominate the Patriots. And 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 I did have the same thought that Michael Borky just uh shared with us that yeah it's a little it's a little different game when you don't have five star guys at every position working out there for you. Uh, Mac Jones. It's a little. It's a little harder to find those guys when they're covered, I, I would imagine. So, yeah.
2: Good weekend. Well, it's everybody's five star when you get to the NFL. It's just that you don't have the advantage where you've got them and they don't. Right. So, right. Uh, Demario yeah, yeah. Davis is like an eight star at this point. What a monster he is. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, a lot to unpack from the uh, from the weekend. Obviously, at the top of the list is uh, is Mississippi State. We'll uh, we'll start in just a few minutes on that. But let's do some. Some big picture thoughts and kind of bounce around from the uh from the weekend. The semi-marquee game was Notre Dame and Wisconsin, cool atmosphere in Chicago. I still maintain I would prefer it to be on campus, but that was a really good environment for a college football game. Uh the crowd in Starkville was bigger than Haydad anticipated. It wasn't completely packed, but a pretty pretty good crowd. Looked good on television on uh, on Saturday for Mississippi State LSU. Just spectacular. Weather, spectacular weather, gorgeous day. Yeah. Um, I got to do something Saturday I never get to do, like even even if I'm not doing a TV game and I'm at home or or Ole Miss has a night game, I don't usually get to like sit down and lock in and watch games. Three kids, married, stuff to do, whatever around the house, and it just doesn't happen. I'm sitting in a hotel room all by myself, so I get up about nine thirty Saturday morning, walk down to Mother's, have a big old breakfast. Thirty dollars worth of food at breakfast, and I ate about twelve dollars worth of it. But man, it was good. <laughs> I just couldn't stop ordering. Like you get to the counter and you place your order. Like, all right, so let's do three of the the egg plates, So three eggs over medium with grits and the biscuit. And I was like, let's add a side of sausage. Those, those sausage links are you know huge. And I was like, I gotta have some pancakes too. So anyway. Uh, and then just went back and just sat down and soaked it in for, for Mississippi State and LSU. And It was kind of cool to watch a game. I wish the first half had been a little more entertaining. But uh, all in all, a pretty fascinating college football Saturday. Boston College-Missouri was a fun game that went back and forth. Auburn probably should have lost, but they got some help from guys in striped shirts It felt like they were probably going to score on that position anyway, but a 16-yard first down with under a minute left in a game in which you have to score, um, that does change things a lot. I mean, we do this every week. We'll probably do it again next week and the week after. But when Auburn fans are in the stadium laughing because they knew it was an incomplete pass that was awarded to them anyway, when Deuce McAllister on the broadcast... He sees one angle one time and goes, yeah, it's incomplete, no way. And yet they still give it to Auburn when every angle tells you, didn't catch the ball. And, uh, and what, what referee was that? Happened what to just so happen be the same crew. So no suspension for that crew. Great job.
3: We get no. a, we'll get a preliminary loser here from me. How does that happen? I don't know the answer.
4: Sure you do.
2: At least you know it's
3: not you're right. biased. You're right. right. Like
4: we I do
2: know the answer. Yeah, it's not biased. We know that now. Well, except for Auburn, just seems that to- guy's
3: a financial advisor in the real world. Can you imagine going to that guy and be like, "Take care of my money"? Upon further review, you're bankrupt.
2: Well, or and you could it's go. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna <laughs> play. Going. You, hey dad. It's not necessarily my opinion, but I'll play you in terms of conspiracy theory. Maybe that's exactly the guy you want to protect your money. Because he has proven time and again that he's able to protect certain things,
3: yeah, certain teams.
2: <laughs> Hello, please, Auburn.
3: Please let that be the Ole Miss-Alabama referee. <laughs> please let it be. Just it's got to be that way, right? That's 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 full circle.
2: And what's going to happen, hey, Dad? Is like let's say that Ole Miss is lining up to kick a game-winning <laughs> call field. Call that goes against Alabama. Oh no, shot. Uh, no shot of that app. All uh, is going to be lining up to kick a game-winning field goal. They're down by one. Alabama jumps off sides, and the guy that jumped off sides blocked the field goal, and they don't stop it. You're, the entire first segment of the show a week from today will be you just sitting here like this. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm yep. just going to... If that yeah. happens, I'm just going <laughs> to cede the floor and let Hey Dad talk. <laughs> because he'll have to, to, to stay y'all. in character on this. He will have to, to stay in character.
3: Yeah. I mean... Bad calls are bad calls. Whoever they affect, they affect.
2: Holy cow, Georgia over Vandy! Ooh. Big Blue upset
3: win there, for
5: Vandy.
3: Say again. Big upset win for Vandy there, with more yards than uh, Georgia had points. I was, yeah. I thought, I thought Georgia could pull it off.
2: Georgia had double the touchdowns that Vanderbilt had first downs in the game. It's remarkable. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. Let's talk Mississippi State LSU after this.
6: The Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call them at 601-605-4443. Outside of some congestion in Brandon at College and Government Street, we're looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No major problems, nothing to speak of. Please buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
8: There's something about tradition that always says a lot. And honest dedication and work
9: that's not forgot. Pride is what we lean on. Customers that know there's not a better body shop no matter where you go. We don't use fancy gimmicks. We're proven tried and true. Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry
10: Company. There are plenty of stores out there who buy old jewelry. But ask yourself, who can I trust to give me an honest valuation? And then make you a serious offer. At Juncker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, We will assess accurately the real value of what you have. Bring us your old gold and platinum jewelry or Rolex timepiece. That diamond ring you inherited. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We tell you exactly what you have and make you the very best offer. We even buy large diamonds and entire estate collections. Most folks just want your scrap gold. So before you sell your old jewelry to just anybody, ask yourself... Who can I trust? We're Jennifer Jewelry Company, for over 75 years, Mississippi's diamond and estate jewelry experts. For honest
9: valuation and the best offer, Come see us today. Juncker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junckerjewelry.com.
1: For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk.
11: Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk, voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the reservoir, Pocahontas and 1 mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies and fried dill pickles. For a flipping
1: good time, come down to Cock of the Walk.
5: I I like fish. I like catfish.
1: I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk, where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi sports talk Mississippi.
12: Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait?
1: Yes. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
13: It was a just after
2: eleven bells, kick in Starkville on Saturday morning. Mississippi State and LSU, both teams were two and one, uh, two and one coming in. It's seven to three at halftime. LSU had the uh, the one scoring play in the first quarter, where Max Johnson hit Caseon Boutte from eleven yards out to make it seven to nothing, and then State got a, uh, a field goal midway through the second quarter, seven to three. Before scoring in the second half, LSU struck first to go up 14-3 on a 64-yard touchdown pass, Mack Johnson, Max Johnson to Boutte. And uh, then Johnson had another touchdown pass, 58-yarder, to make it 21-3. And so, Mississippi State had them right where they wanted them, given what we've seen so far this year. Makai Polk catches a 29-yard touchdown pass from Will Rogers. It's 21-10. LSU adds uh, another touchdown on the play where Mississippi State's Emerson and Forbes were playing chicken, and nobody nobody flinched. N- nobody got out of the way, and they just plowed each other and uh, allowed, was it, Kale uh, Taylor to go 41 yards into the end zone for the touchdown. Then it was Austin Williams on a two-yard catch from Will Rogers to make it 28-17, and then a 16-yard touchdown pass Will Rogers to, uh, to Woody Marks, 28-25, ensuing onside kick, recovered by LSU. Actually, it was recovered by Mississippi State, but it was short right. of the line to gain and never touched yes. uh, by anybody in a, in a white jersey. And that was it. That was how it ended, 28-25. Uh, let's go macro first. Big picture first. Takeaways. Big picture is it states two and two.
3: They are what? Do the math with my in my head here. Six points away from being four and zero, but they're also you know two points away from being one and three. I feel like I they feel like two and two might be the right record for this team. Uh, this is a bad. I uh, sorry, a good bad team. This is what this team is. They're not a good team. They're not a bad team. They're a good bad team. They're good enough to hang around. But they're bad enough that they'll make mistakes that they can't overcome, and and that that's their problem right now. There's there's they just make mistakes. They turn the ball over. Uh, they have untimely penalties. They have special teams errors. They drop passes. Uh, the quarterback misses open receivers. There's just there's just too many things working against them right now for them to be a winner. The good news is, uh, if there is good news, is that a lot of these problems are correctable, but at this point in the season, that they are just not good enough to overcome two first-quarter turnovers like that. They just aren't.
2: This flies in the face of your normal narrative. Hmm. I thought it was a pretty well-officiated game, and there weren't a lot of penalties. Five on LSU, six on Mississippi State, both in the 30-yard range. But there's one penalty in particular, and it's not Anything a guy in a striped shirt did wrong, the the leaping penalty, where on the on the punt attempt or punt block attempt, I guess it was, you, you have a guy that tries to jump the shield in front of the punter. That's mm-hmm. an e- as easy a call as there is for a referee. Just dumb, and that's I, I put that on coaching.
3: Coaches have got to tell guys, there's no, you're not allowed to jump. You're not allowed to leave your feet under any circumstances, especially on one where you're obviously setting up a return. There's two guys. They had two guys back. Wally and Williams were both back trying to field the punt. They wanted to set up a return and Rodney Gross decides to leave his feet and jump into the shield. And that's what, that's not a play where I could say, Hey, if that changes, state wins the game. It's still 21 to 10, but you're going to get the ball back down 11. You've got some momentum. The crowd's into it. And you just gave it all away. That's a coaching problem right there. That's on special teams coach Matt Brock. He and if he's gonna, if they want to say, well, we did tell him that. Well, you you didn't make it clear enough, obviously, because you've got to know that's an automatic turnover.
13: Yeah,
3: exactly. And LSU had the ball, and LSU scored on the ensuing on on the ensuing drive. Yeah, yeah. And that's just Um, you know a fluke play that goes against Mississippi State. He's not. He threw the ball. He's throwing the ball to Boutte on that play. But it ends up in Cole Taylor's hands. If the DBs don't collide, Forbes is going to pick it off from the looks of it. But instead, he goes for a 41-yard touchdown. And now you're down 28-10, to and the game is is basically out of reach.
2: This is a question. It's an observation. It's a lot kind of rolled into one. And and I'll, I'll cite a specific example for what I'm talking about. So I'm thinking about all of the outrage among Mississippi State fans for Mike Leach not using a timeout to demand a review against Memphis last week. A review that would have resulted in Mississippi State getting the football. But instead it was a touchdown the other way. And then this week... On a play that was obvious in real time, it was obvious immediately afterward as well. It was almost like, in response to all of the outrage for me not using a timeout last week, by golly, I'll show you, and Mike Leach elects to use a timeout to review the onside kick, therefore eliminating his opportunity to be able to stop the clock and possibly get the ball back one more time. So that's the observation, but the question is... But the question's like, does Mike Leach have a, a sense of game management and situational awareness? I feel like it is a rare thing in college football. I don't understand why it is so rare. It's something that we've talked about in the past, but it is rare, and you have clock management issues all over college football all the time, and I don't understand why, especially from a guy who is as offensively minded as Mike Leach is and has been doing it as long as he has.
3: Well, I mean, you look at State's last scoring drive. I mean, they, they, they burned a ton of time, you know, going slow to the line, snapping the football. There was one play that, in, or one sequence that in particular, bothered me. They tried to make a change in personnel, a substitution for the offensive line. So you've got a 320-pound guy lumbering out onto the field who doesn't you know, let his guy know to come off until he gets to the line, and then now that guy is coming off the field. They lost about 15, 16 seconds doing just that—that that one substitution. When you're moving the ball and you're rolling a little bit, I mean, you just got to go with who you have on the field and try to get things moving. Um So to answer your question, I think, like you said, it's more of a college football issue. I mean, there's and even the, end of the first place.
2: half as well, hey Dad.
3: Yeah, yeah. Just this is a college football issue. I don't necessarily put it on Mike Leach, and I do think that there was a little bit of, you know, buying your flowers for your wife the day after the argument kind of thing happening there. Of, you know, I should have reviewed it last week, so I'll 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 do that this week because there was no, there was nothing to review. But I was I mean, gonna say, but to what end? Yeah, yeah. There was no, there was Other nothing to look at. Other taking a there.
2: time out and holding it like it's a piece of paper and putting a lighter to it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, you said you thought there were positives or mm-hmm. correctable mistakes. You got to take me a little farther down that road. Sure. Um, you know, when you look at what's.
3: I mean, states obviously improved from a season ago. I mean, let's take away the first game of the year last year because it's obviously a huge outlier. And then their, out, their offensive output put in the next four games, I think, is 14, 2, 14, and 0. They're moving the ball more efficiently. They're not turning the ball over like they did this time of year ago. I want to say after four games, Costello was sitting on about, I think he had all of his interceptions because he gets knocked out in the Alabama game, right? Um they're the running the ball better when they do run the football. The offensive line has improved. You're not seeing three guys beating up on five anymore. You've improved. the. You, know, you don't have a talent issue. The, the, you've got SEC caliber talent at wide receiver, at running back. You've got a pretty good offensive line. Rodgers is clearly improving with each start, I think, but they're just not making enough plays. I mean, in in, in reality... Two or three throws from Will Rogers could have changed this changed game. His The interception, on the interception throw, he's got a guy wide open, Jameer Calvin, in the end zone. So if he makes that read, the correct read there, different game. Um, Jaden Wally drops a pass that's probably going to be a 50, 60-yard gain if he catches it. Um, you know, you have the two turnovers, obviously. So there's a lot of little things. Now, that doesn't that's not to say that's you know, I'm not trying to make an excuse and say, Oh, states should have won. They shouldn't have won because they made too many mistakes. And they and they they screwed up too many times. But the things that that they're messing up, turnovers, penalties, uh, you know, drop passes, these are things you can correct. You can't correct it when you just go into the season and you're like, we're just not good enough to win. Last year old misses defensive issues, not correctable because they didn't <laughs> have the talent. Right? State's offensive issues are correctable. And as Rodgers continues to improve, I mean, he's sitting on, you know, lead, obviously he's the leading passer. And you're going to say, well, in the air raid, you should be. But it, this time a year ago, KJ Costello, even after a 632 yard game, I don't think was still the leading passer in the SEC because, you know, he had that such poor game.
2: More coming up. Sports Talk Mississippi, right. streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll continue this line of questioning and conversation when we come back on Sports Talk Mississippi.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 88. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 87. For your Wednesday, partly sunny skies, a 60% chance of rain, high near 87. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
1: Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? Quit wasting your time and get to Richland Mitsubishi. We are your pre-owned headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. We've got an amazing
14: selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. With such a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Looking for a truck or Jeep? We have them. In two-wheel drive, four-by-four, diesel, every brand, every size, lifted and customized, we've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, Lifted and Kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Worried about past credit issues? Don't be. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your pre-owned HQ. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit ridgelandmitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi.
11: See dealer for details with approved credit. Gallo here with a word for business owners about
13: direct primary care from TrustCare, Mississippi's walk-in health clinic leader. Direct primary care reduces your health care costs for employees by 40%, and they get fast, anytime access to their primary care doctor without co deductibles, or unexpected medical bills, all for under $70 per month. Give it a shot. Call 601-707-3370 or visit TrustCareHealth.com.
15: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. There could be a special session on medical marijuana as soon as this Friday. That according to Representative Lee Yancey, but the decision is up to the governor.
7: I've been involved in, in this process for almost three months now. For three entire months, almost 90 days, I have... Read and looked and watched YouTube videos and studied other bills. Uh, I'm sick of medical marijuana, but I know that there are people who are sick who need medical, medical marijuana. And so that's why I'm still working on this.
15: Lawmakers reached a deal on a medical marijuana proposal late last week. And the body of a missing two year old from Louisiana was found this weekend in Hancock County. Neva Allen was reported missing on Friday. She was reportedly last seen by her stepfather, Philip Gardner, who has been arrested and charged with unlawful disposal of remains and obstruction of justice. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk, Mississippi News.
12: Trustmark, people you trust, advice that works. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
1: He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this.
13: Gallo, every single morning from 6 till 9.
1: Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like SuperTalk Mississippi News, on air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. Communication
5: system is a go. go.
1: This this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on SuperTalk Mississippi. Exactly.
2: We Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We were talking about correctable mistakes for Mississippi State. Cliff in Greenwood says Mississippi State going to upset somebody. Not sure who or when. More likely Ole Miss at the end of the season. That is from Cliff in Greenwood. I agree with the first part
3: of that statement. Okay. I think State's going to pick off A&M, Auburn, or Kentucky. One of those three. Those three teams aren't very good. I think Kentucky is fool's gold. Auburn is is not great, and and we a and m can't score. They're worse offensively than Mississippi State is. So, one of those three, I think State can get. I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah. At all. So we're up to five and seven. Five and seven is is this week's prediction. That is so the up updated prediction. We're up a game.
2: This is a year okay. where
3: this is a year where State should be. Contending for the for the for the it's like second in the West. LSU's down, Auburn's down,
2: A M's down.
3: Right. The preseason was seven
2: and five, right? Yeah. So it went seven and five, mm-hmm. four and eight, mm-hmm. then back to seven. Yeah, seven and five
3: after they beat North Then Carolina back to State. seven
2: and five, then back mm-hmm. to four and eight, mm-hmm. and now we've got a new uh, a new potential record that has entered the possibility realm at five and seven. Yes. The first five and seven prediction of the year, correct? For Hayden, yes. Which then it's about APR scores for a possible continuation of the bowl streak if that happens. Yeah, that seems multiple unlikely, losing records will make bowl games this year. Multiple. Is that is that is that, are we already on pace for that, Michael? I think we have forty games,
5: oh, but gosh, no red box
2: bowl anymore. Yeah, yeah Old San, San Old Francisco box. can't figure that out. I guess. I suppose. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Red Box is still <clears throat> making enough money to where they can pay for a bowl sponsorship. That's the upset of the century, right there. Forget Clemson, NC State. Bring back the Blockbuster Bowl. Forget Bowling Green, Minnesota. For upset of the century. Yeah. Hey, thirty-one point dog getting it done on the road. There is a hole in the boat. Better get some Flex Seal. So. We were talking about correctable mistakes. Yeah. And my question to you would be, when do you transition from, oh yeah, drop passes, penalties, blown coverages, bad decisions, to, yeah, that's just kind of what this team is. Well, right now, that is
3: what that is. What this team is. They're not good enough to overcome their mistakes. There are some teams that are good enough to overcome their mistakes. Mississippi State's not one of them. Um, so, you know, this weekend is a really good litmus test. This is a Texas A&M team that cannot score. They've scored 20 points in their two games against Power
2: 5 opponents. Um, I mean, Why I mean, is that, by the way? I don't know the answer to it. It as simple as... Haynes King was the second coming of Johnny Manziel, and he's gone, and now we've got a seventh-grader playing quarterback.
3: And maybe they're not as good on the offensive line as we thought they were going to be this year.
2: Yeah, Arkansas um, physically... I mean, Arkansas has been doing it to kind of everybody.
3: Manhandled them,
2: though. But A&M got manhandled up front by Colorado.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: And so even with that. Haynes King, they struggled with Rice. They don't really have
3: super talent at the skill positions at the wide the wide receivers their their running backs are good spillers good but i mean they don't there's not a uh, a mike evans or or, or a uh, a Jamon out there for them Slopes. um slopes, yeah I and mean, they just well he was a great just,
2: complimentary player to go with evans when yeah, he was there
3: yeah but they don't have anybody like that right now and then you know calzada
2: is not great Maybe so, this is why Jimbo forced his way into a $1.5 million raise in a contract extension that gave his contract $90 million uh, on game week, essentially. Why did
3: I'm they br- do that?
6: Because Ross, Ross Bjork is... <laughs>
5: go back?
3: R- Ross I'm Bjork is, Ross Bjork to my next contract negotiation with Supertalk. Let's see what he can get me.
2: Ross Bjork, when he was a kid, did that thing with ping pong tables where you can put the wall up and play against yourself, and he would still lose. Ross Bjork plays chess and loses to himself. Yeah, Just spinning the board around and somehow he loses. I mean, this guy, it, it should be a massive red flag when your coach and his agent are demanding that kind of extension and raise with a week before your first game. Did we know that they were demanding
4: it? Or, or Ross, I mean,
2: we know Ross. He just loves to just give unnecessary things He's to people. Giver. He's a giver. Cell phones, so, but, or, you know, records that can't be subpoenaed, contracts, you know. He just loves to give things to people, even if they can't take it from you. But getting
3: back to it, state can win this game this weekend. I can't believe I'm really surprised there is a nine and a half point. They underdog. voluntarily they be- turned over those freaking cell phones. Yes, <laughs> we couldn't get away. Richard just had to get that out.
2: No, I just I, like it's still just bought like they're the most the easiest. Go. Well, but go
3: back. Go back a bit. One of your do biggest
2: work. donors and sponsors is the company that handles your cell phones. Go back they to
14: them. Records. Why, why are you
2: doing this? Why are you doing these kind of things on your school cell phone? That too,
3: Who but still. Have a burn? But whether
14: you are or not.
2: why didn't you have a staff retreat at Sardis Lake when a storm blew up and wow, we had them all in a Ziploc bag and they fell to the bottom of the lake? Or Say no. Can we have your phones? No. I'm sorry, hey were No. Where it was an unintentional blood pressure. <laughs> well, they, they just, I mean, think about this. It, it, you have to say it out loud to really contextualize what Ross Bjork did going into this season. Jimbo Fisher was making $7.5 million a year and had seven years remaining on his contract. And in September, Texas A&M gave him a $1.5 million raise with a three-year extension. His contract is worth $90 million. And they did this in September. Before, he, ha- he hasn't beaten Alabama, he hasn't won the West, he's done nothing. It was a good team last year. I don't mean to discredit the fact that they were number five and should have been number four and gotten beat by Alabama handedly again. But in terms of $90 million contracts, that hasn't been earned. Not one penny of that has been earned. He makes more than Dabo, and yes, Clemson stinks this year. Dabo has multiple national championships at his current employer. He's not even a million short of Nick Saban's salary. It's like, hey, Dad, if our bosses called you in and they said, hey, Dad, you've done a good job on the show. Not a great Mm -hmm. job, but a good job. Solid. We expect you to be here. In fact, we've got you under contract for seven more years at what we believe is a fair, fair salary. Actually exorbitant. But we want to pay you more. You good with that? Yeah. Yeah, if you're listening down
3: there in the corner office, yes, I am totally good with that.
2: Yes. Yes, indeed. Can I get one of these? No. It was a hypothetical. I love the leadership here. I mean, the, the owner of the company, the president of the company have been wonderful to me forever. With all due respect to them, I wish that Ross Bjork would take their job. Because I I would be driving a, a Range Rover to work every day. Rolls Royce Borkies. I'd have a house on Lake Caroline right now, man, with with a nice ski boat. You know, I mean, I'd be living large if 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 Kim or Steve got replaced by Bjork, and they just well, give me raises just all the, the time good news for no is, reason.
3: Chances are Ross Bjork's next job will not be in athletics. So maybe you can just you know find out where he's working and go <laughs> from there. Yeah.
2: That all might right, be then, Ross Bjork now. Saying, it's like I hear you guys I just talking about me. Borky, my bad. I missed you. I missed an opportunity. You didn't give him an opportunity right. to tell his story.
3: Uh, yeah. So anyway, this weekend though, I was really surprised State was as big an underdog, nine and a half points. I mean, I, I don't know that Clemson or Clemson, the Texas A and M is going to score more than seventeen in this game. Maybe more than twenty. I certainly think State can get into the twenties. So. I think this. I think she has a real chance to win, which is crazy to think about. You know, they they just lost a Group of Five team, but who lost to another Group of Five team this weekend? But you I, saw I it feel... to, in Week Two, though.
2: You saw the yeah, formula when they play mistake-free, like they did in that game. They they can win with with all due respect to the current quarter. I mean, it, he's very young into his career. There are limitations, uh, specifically with arm strength, and we see that.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, they're not explosive. Enough. I mean, the first eight possessions on Saturday, they scored three points on. I like the tempo, though. That was a nice change. The early tempo was kept LSU on their heels anyway. We said after that game that was the formula for them to win. Defense, which is still good. Had a couple of blown coverages. They're still good. Defense, special teams, clean football, and they will win games, and they'll go to a bowl game again and that kind of stuff. That's just got to be the formula. I don't think the offense is going to dramatically improve before the end of the season. They kind of are what they are. But that can win if they play clean, which they did not. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Will they play clean this week? If they do, they'll have to do it on the road. In College Station.
6: We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call them at 601-605-4443. Looking real good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major problems, just some minor congestion in Madison County. Highway 22 at Caroline Boulevard. Elsewhere, no other major problems. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great day. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help.
9: Find new roads. Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi
13: has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care.
9: The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training.
11: 63.
13: all the folks in the capital city metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning six till nine gallo show we'll start your day the informed way super talk mississippi
1: 97.3
8: what we're gonna do right here is go back and now back to
1: back to the sports this is sports talk mississippi so let's get rolling on super talk Mississippi. mississippi
2: Just touch on this just for a second. Major League Baseball playoffs are just around the corner. What, we're sitting at 166 or so games that have been played so far, So, or 156, so you got about six left. Hey, playoff baseball happened in Mississippi last night. The M Braves won their league, so shout-out to good. those guys. Cool. Very good. Rays have won the American League East. Yankees and the Red Sox are in the next two spots for the wild card, with the Yankees one up on the Red Sox after sweep, sweeping them this weekend. White Sox have won the American League Central. The um, the West still kind of up for grabs, though Houston's got a five-game lead. National League, NL East, Braves and Phillies, everybody else has been eliminated. In the Central, Milwaukee has already won the division. You want to know how far out in front Milwaukee was in the division? The Cardinals have won 16 in a row. 16 straight. And they are seven games behind the Milwaukee Brewers who have already clinched the division. Cardinals dug themselves a hole that they've come out of nicely. There is one wild card spot remaining in the National League as the Giants have a two game lead on the Dodgers. One of those teams will be the division champ, the other will be a wild card team. And really looks like you're going to have to win the East if you want to be in. So you will see the Braves in the playoffs. They got to hold off the Phillies down the stretch.
3: Could be a team with one hundred and five or hundred and six wins as a wild card.
2: Pretty incredible, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we've seen that before. The Yankees though uh, a game in front of the Red Sox. And then you got the Blue Jays just a game back and the Mariners only two back. I mean the 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 American League wild card is not wrapped up. The National League wild card is all but wrapped up. Dodgers are thirteen games clear of the Cardinals for the second wild card spot. And then the Reds are five-and-a-half behind the Cardinals for that second spot as well. So I have a great chance of
3: seeing two baseball championships this year because obviously Mississippi State won the national championship in baseball, but possibly the World Series could come my way as well. That would be a good year for you.
2: You might have to reevaluate year. which sport you love more. You know, I actually
3: had a four-championship year a few years back. or it, No, I had three. Uh, was it? It was the Saints won the Super Bowl, the Lakers won the World Championship, and the Giants won the World Series all in the calendar year of 2010. Hmm.
2: That's only three, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I had said four. There's only there's well there's I mean I didn't have a fourth sport at that time. So yeah, you had not adopted a
2: hockey team or a soccer team at that point. Not at that time, no. You're I kind of Johnny a Johnny Come Lately team.
3: soccer fan, aren't you? I, I jumped in in 14. Yeah, so.
2: But you have fully embraced it. There is that I have. I have. Jason has hit us up on the ceasefire text line with a number of messages. He wants to know where his apology is for our wholesale dismissal of Arkansas and KJ Jefferson and his prediction last week in the off season and then the preseason. Well, one, Jason, we love you, but we're not apologizing. We're we're not in. I picked Arkansas uh, to win. Hey, Dad, picked him to win. And, And here's where we we talked about this earlier today, Borky. I think K.J. Jefferson is good. And I think I said as much last week. I'm not sure that I believe that K.J. Jefferson is good enough to lead Arkansas to a 10 or 11 win season. Yeah, there are some limitations there. Although the explosiveness, I mean, he throws a pretty nice deep ball at times. I mean, they can beat you explosive and he runs a little bit. I'm curious to see how healthy he is. Because if Arkansas is going to run the offense in the way that they've done it so far this season, and he's not 100%, and he's got to face the most physical defense in America, where they're going to ask him to run the football and do it relatively frequently, that's interesting. Georgia's going to humble everybody they play. I'm not just saying this about Arkansas. I need to stop doubting them. They're good. They're good. I mean, there's a real chance they finish second in the West, but that Georgia defense is stupid. Yeah, honestly, I feel really good about my national championship pick. Yeah, they're the best really. team in the SEC right now. I agree. I'm going to disagree, but only because of you. Got to prove it first. You, you got to prove to me you're going to beat Alabama. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't crown you king while the the king is sitting right there with a crown on his helmet. and Nobody's actually knocked it off on his head, not helmet. Although a crown on top of a helmet, that would be something. Nestor says KJ Jefferson is a Nick Fitzgerald.
5: That's a lot of a
2: games a Nick Fitzgerald. Terrible. That's not a terrible comparison. Yeah. Nick Fitzgerald and Syracuse getting a win over uh, Liberty. On Friday night. Garrett Schrader. Sherald, huh? That was Garrett Schrader. Thought, thought he was out of eligibility, but okay. Yeah, that's a good point. That was Garrett Schrader, the other Mississippi State quarterback that ran it really, really well. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Winners and losers when we come back. Every
1: time I look around, it's in my face. Home for oldest Sports. From the Miss sport, West, West, West State, North, Mississippi. Powered by your tree Supertalk, professionals at Barone Street Pros. 601-345-89FM.
7: News. I'm Carol McHugh. R&B singer R. Kelly has been found guilty on all counts of sex trafficking. The New York jury of seven men and five women making their decision on the second day of deliberations. The I Believe I Can Fly singer had spent decades avoiding criminal responsibility over numerous allegations of sexual misconduct with both young women and children. The White House pushing back at critics of its immigration policies. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says one of the president's goals is crafting comprehensive immigration reform. Many Republicans
9: have traveled to the southern border to criticize what they see with their own eyes. Saki says those complaints don't fix the problem.
16: Why don't you join us and be a part of the solution?
9: Republicans from members of Congress to Texas Governor Greg Abbott say the president is
7: derelict in his duty to secure the border. Fox's Gernal Scott. America is listening to Fox News.
15: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. President Biden's agenda faces a critical week in Congress as the House begins debating a $1 trillion infrastructure measure. Jared Halpern with Fox has more from Washington.
0: The bill already won bipartisan support in the Senate, but it faces an uncertain future in the House. Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that vote will be Thursday, but dozens of progressive Democrats are threatening to withhold support unless a larger $3.5 trillion spending bill is first approved. Ahead of a partial government shutdown late this week,
15: the Senate votes tonight on a short-term spending plan. Halpern says it's unlikely to overcome a Republican filibuster. And Melody Musgrove, the wife of former Governor Ronnie Musgrove, passed away this morning at the Mayo Clinic at the age of 61. In 2010, Melody was appointed by President Barack Obama to lead the Special Education Office in the U.S. Department of Education. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News
11: Don't text and drive and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation.
13: Hello, Archie Manning here. When you grow up in a town like Drew, you understand once a Mississippian, always a Mississippian. I love this place and care about what happens here. Our doctors are telling us 95% of new hospital patients who have COVID did not get vaccinated. We know the vaccine works, but only if you get it. It's easy and it works. Please get vaccinated, my friends, and stay healthy.
4: Sponsored by Delta Health Alliance. Go to getyourshotms.org.
15: Speaking on the future of the NCAA, Mississippi State President Mark Keenum says that meaningful change needs to occur, especially in the terms of enforcement.
8: It's to hold all our members accountable for the rules that we've all approved and make sure everyone does right. And if they don't, then there's a, an investigation, and then there's going to be a consequence if you're found to have been in violation of rules. That needs to be done in a very timely manner, and unfortunately we, we've we not seen that from this organization." Keenum is the chairman of the College Football
15: Playoff Board of Managers. And the Mississippi Braves are your 2021 AA South champions. Last night at Trustmark Park, the Braves captured their first league championship since 2008 with a 2-1 to victory over the Montgomery Biscuits. In addition to the championship, the M Braves recorded their best winning percentage in club history by finishing 67-44 and during the regular season. Steven Gagliano, Talk Mississippi News.
17: Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm, I was born into it, but the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta.
14: With a
13: special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
1: 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk, Mississippi. You
14: like this show, huh? Yeah!
1: Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com as well. If you want to follow along with the video stream, we're glad to be with you. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Boy, you think that place is in good shape right now? With the uh, the little bit of fall temperatures, just a little bit of rain that we've had mixed in, some sunshine still warm enough. Woo! Check them out online at dancingrabbitgolf.com. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can hit us up on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Love to hear from you right there. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at com slash Bark. All right. Winners and losers.
9: All I I, I, I I do do is win, 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 no matter what. I'm a loser, baby. We got winners. We got
8: losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser.
2: What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? We'll get to yours in just a few minutes on the C Spire text line. Let's start, though, with ours from the weekend. Brian Haydad, you are up first. I would like a winner, please. I'm going to steal it from
3: you. The U.S. Ryder Cup team, they won. Go America. All right, moving forward. Uh, I was going to go with Sam Pittman. Uh, I, I don't see how you can't call that guy a winner. He stole another one from me. Well, I mean, everybody was making fun of this guy, including Arkansas fans, when they hired him. Nobody had any expectations for him whatsoever. It felt like they they had just decided, look, pick a guy who won't say no when they offered him the job, because a few other people had turned him down, notably, I believe, Lane Kiffin. So... Instead, you know, instead of just you know running along with the punchline, all this guy has done is turn that program completely around and has them back in the top ten and a real contender to be You know, probably not to beat Alabama and Georgia, but to be in an Access Bowl and to be you know a have a really great trip for his fans. I love the guy. Great coach. Seems to be getting it done. I, I, I'm I, Arkansas is an exciting football team to watch too. They're fun to watch.
2: They are, they are, and Arkansas fans are jazzed up. I think two weeks from now in Oxford is going to be a pretty cool scene. Big push from Ole Miss to sell the whole stadium out. Arkansas fans are clamoring for tickets for that game as well, and uh, it'll kick at either 11 or 2.30. You know the thing that I think Sam Pittman has done better than anything else? He really didn't have any much, if any, very little turnover. That's higher staff. I mean, he's got Kendall Browse calling plays, and he's got Barry Odom drawing up the defense, and he's running the program. He's done a fantastic job. Borky, give me a winner. Yeah, we're going to go back to the Ryder Cup because. You can't go back. I said that. It looked like an incredible party, first of all. Love the event and the style of it, and, you know, cheering bad shots from the Europeans and booing good shots. Just that kind of atmosphere is awesome for the sport. After the Americans locked up what was a flat out dominating victory, some of the guys whose Sunday matches were over decided to, you know, hang out with the crowd and, you know, participate if you will. Yeah. But then after they win, they have to go have a press conference in which Dustin Johnson gave my favorite press conference answer of all time when asked about will he be able to hang with the younger guys when they go out last night.
1: DJ, I'm just curious, uh, you being the oldest player on the team, do you think you still have the stamina to uh, out-party all these guys tonight?
7: Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Next question.
3: Very close there. Very close. (laughs) I didn't need the dump button.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't get us fined. Hovering on the dump button, but made it through okay. He, uh, the old fiance, told her there. There's a video of he and Paulina, and she's mad at him because he's got one of those gigantic bottles of champagne that he was chugging. Uh, didn't stop him, apparently, though.
8: Jeez, <laughs> absolutely. Next question: Love Do you that still
2: have the stamina to hang with these young kids as they celebrate? How about the guy laughing in the microphone? Ha 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 ha, ha. Very British laugh. Very British. <laughs> it was. It was. Oh me. Um <laughs> So many directions. NC State? Heck yeah. That's a good one. Are you sure. kidding me? Clemson's a fraud and it makes me so happy to say. <laughs> what they're a big oh, phony. What? I am curious. When did Clemson go from lovable? They finally overcome Clemsoning to people can't wait to see them fall.
3: When when Dabo starts talking about, I'll walk away from college football if, if players are making money, and and you know, sort of, the, he's just he's got some holier than thou to him, and people want to cheer against that.
2: Yeah, the the All Shucks thing only works. When you're genuine, no. and whether or not he is, Which I don't know is.
5: So.
2: Uh, but the juxtaposition of if players start making money, I'm going to do something else because there's too much entitlement in the world to signing a nine million or eight and a half million dollar contract uh, that doesn't fly with some people, so that's where that comes from
15: yeah. And people, yeah. you know, people
2: like parody, man. Clemson's there every year. It's nice to see somebody else in the ACC look better than them. Namely, Wake Forest might be the best team in the ACC right now. So, yeah, NC State gets it done. Carter Finley was rocking. Um, Dave Doran talked about wanting a great atmosphere for the home game, and he got it. That's a that's a sneaky hard place to play in college football. And that's a heck of a win for uh, for NC State. Other winners? Got to mention the Saints. They get healthy on defense and they look incredible. Brandon Mississippi's Demario Davis was just stupid good yesterday. They uh, picked Mac Jones off three times, one of which went for a touchdown. I mean, just a dominating win. Uh, you know, not getting good news on the offensive line front. Now they're going to be without Armstead for a few weeks. So even after a win, it's still ugly. But if you'd have told me going into being displaced from a hurricane, where they're having to play a home game in Jacksonville and practice at various venues across the state of Texas, that Jameis will have a seven to two touchdown interception ratio, and you'll go two and one against Green Bay in Charlotte and in New England, I would have taken that run and in second lined around my living room. So A really successful hurricane displacement trip, and uh, all the players were pumped to get home, and they get the Giants, who stink, to uh, open their home slate this season on Sunday. So all is really good right now for them, all things considered. Boy, the Giants do stink, don't they? They're bad. How do you lose to the Atlanta Falcons? Falcons are awful. And the Giants, they had the football in a tie game with two and a half minutes to go. Mate. Maybe they end up giving a, it back to the Falcons, and the Falcons march down and kick a field goal to win the game.
3: Maybe hiring a special teams coach who had never been a coordinator at the NFL level, or at any level, wasn't the best idea.
2: Yeah, I don't think the Joe Judge hire was very good, but I also think that Dave Gettleman's a buffoon. Well, he's terrible. I, you know, Just they have a buffoon. A lot of hey, Ed, you got another winner? Ooh, let me think. While you're thinking about that, I got I got one for you. All right, go ahead. I don't know if you guys saw this over the weekend, but the United States won the Ryder Cup in as dominant a fashion as you Incredible. will ever find. I can't say anything. Just when beat up those dirty euros like time. a drum. Except for Made Sergio, like who it. we're very excited to see in the Sanderson Farms Championship this weekend. Can't wait to see Sergio. He's he in great really form too, which is nice. Dude, Sergio played great. Rom played great. Poulter was a little less the American killer this year, this go around. He did win a singles match yesterday. There we go. Such there's a, a winner. cool
3: atmosphere. Justin Tucker, 66 yards yeah. for the win. Get it? That's incredible. Also, I found that the statistic that came out of that incredible. So the the first sixty, you know, 60 plus yard of the Dempsey field goal beats the Lions 19 to 17. That's what the score was yesterday. Justin Tucker kicks from 66 to win over the Lions 19-17. to
2: Lions aren't very good either. One that you guys never would have put, I don't think. Nasa Hatalka on the LPGA Tour. Two holes in one on two separate holes in the same tournament. That's awesome. That's getting it done. All right. We'll get to some losers when we come back, and we'll get to your winners and losers as well. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs, they're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Well, we do have some uh, heavy delays northbound on 55 between 463 and Gluckstadt elsewhere. No other major problems to speak of at the moment. Buckle up, drive safe, and have a great evening. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
9: With a single handshake, John Ravenstein buys millions in diamonds. And that's the buying power it takes to be Mississippi's direct diamond importer.
10: You see, we sell so many diamonds, the finest diamond cutters from around the world
18: come to us. He's got the million dollar handshake. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. That's why here at Juniker Jewelry, you'll shop from 10 times the loose diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. Because finding just the right diamond at the right price, the perfect diamond for
10: her is what Juniker Jewelry is all about.
18: Best of all, we guarantee the lowest price in the state. We even have 12 months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So when you're ready, we're ready at Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. And I want
10: to
9: shake your hand. And make her the happiest girl in the world. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
13: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations.
11: That's Basils. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051.
1: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi.
5: It doesn't get any better than this.
1: On Super Talk Mississippi.
18: So I'm going to put you down for a while.
2: One more winner, then we'll get to some losers. You, College athletics administrators. And I'm using that word very, very loosely. Like as a like a, a catch-all category. And I am including conference commissioners in it. And I am including university presidents in it. Now, I guess I could be way more specific. I thought Mark Keenum, president at Mississippi State, in his interview with us on Friday, if you missed it, I really would encourage you to go back and listen. It was the last two segments of the 4 o'clock hour. He was incredibly candid. And I feel like we lived through a long, long era of nobody being willing to say anything negative about the NCAA. And all the gloves have come off. And administrators and athletics directors and commissioners and university presidents I think have reached the point where they are tired of carrying the water for the NCAA and its incompetence as an organization. And I think that should give us all hope that some serious and significant change is coming. And I just love that Greg Sankey and whatever other commissioner you want to talk to and Mississippi State President Mark Keenum, who is way up the ladder in terms of governance of college athletics and the college football playoff, will be as blunt as they are being right now about the NCAA having to change. Again, if you missed that, I would encourage you to go back. Supertalk.fm, it's uh, archived there. Or you can go back and grab the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast and uh, and listen. There was some really compelling and interesting stuff uh, from Dr. Keenum on Friday. And we appreciate his time. All right, losers. The Florida State Seminoles.
5: Oh, oh, my goodness.
3: goodness. Or no. No.
2: going to give me more? Okay. Um,
4: they, are, uh, they are, first of all, they're 0-4, and,
2: and Mike Norvell got the dreaded vote of confidence from his athletic director, and they stink out loud. And, Bad. I mean, we've talked a
5: lot
18: Worst
2: about... start to a season since 1974 for Florida State. And the thing is, like Wake Forest, for example, just a lot better than them. I, Florida State's quit and laid down and stuff, but as far as like capabilities of a football team... I think Wake Forest would beat them 10 times out of 10. I mean, watch the two teams play against each other and tell me that one just had a bad day. I mean, they're, they're bad in general. We've spent a lot of time talking about hot seats and, and whatnot and how it seems impractical to go two years and fired and then hire, fire the next guy after two years. But there's only one guaranteed win remaining on their schedule and it's UMass. Like there's a three and three and what is it, three and eight? Three and nine? That'd four and eight, three and, and nine. Ten, wouldn't it? They don't have a win yet. They're well, a home four. That's right. It's there's a possibility that UMass is the only game remaining on their schedule in which they are a betting favorite. Yeah. I mean, they are cratering themselves, and it might only get worse. We'll see. I did have one more winner before we moved on, but I'll make it quick. Brian Kelly passed Newt Rockney as the all time winningest coach in Notre Dame history. And he doesn't really seem to care. I'm sure deep down he does. He kind of deflected a lot. He's like, look, he said that that's about longevity as much as anything. I got news for you. If you last for 10 years, you last a decade at Notre Dame as the head football coach. You've done something well. I heard earlier uh, a statistic today. Do you realize that last year when Notre Dame won 10 games? It's the first time in school history. Think about all the success that Notre, excuse me, Notre Dame has had through the years. First time in school history that they've won double-digit games in four consecutive years. Jack Cohn got hurt. They go to a backup. They go to another backup. And they were good late and really pulled away. And there is a massive meeting this week between Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Cincinnati's favored in that game. I'm not sure Notre Dame as an underdog is not still a really good play, just like it was this past week. All right, so, Borky, you went with Florida State as a loser. Hey, Daddy, you had a loser?
3: We'll stay in the ACC and go with North Carolina. That's a team Ooh. that, I, you know, going back to the, uh, the Randall, preseason, from I said. George
2: Tech and a hell of an engineer.
3: I Borky. said that uh, it was going to possibly be like a, a playoff dark horse, a team that could go undefeated, and so we'll see what happens with them when they take on Clemson in the ACC championship game. But they're just a fraud. A lot of frauds. In the ACC these days, for some odd reason, don't know what that what that's about, but they're just not good. They got waxed by Georgia Tech, um, and I, I mean, you got to think North Carolina State's going to beat them when they when they get to that point. Um, they still have to, you know, take on Notre Dame. They still have Pitt, who's sort of up and down. They still have Wake Forest in Miami. They could go from a preseason top ten team to a team that's you know struggling to make a bowl game.
2: Here's a loser for you. These conference commissioners that kicked down the road the idea of an expanded playoff. Hey, morons. Have you looked around? Jim Phillips in the ACC. Do you realize where you are right now? And the fact is, you are going to be watching, and all of the teams in your conference are going to be watching the college football playoff this year, not participating in it. And you might not be alone. I mean, normally this is a conversation in the first month of the season that is reserved for the Pac-12, and maybe the Big 12. But let's take a little longer look. You've got Oregon that's undefeated. Are they going to run the table in the Pac-12? They lose one game and they're out unless every team in the SEC loses one or two. got Penn State and Iowa both undefeated in the Big Ten. They play each other, so at least one of those two is going to have a loss. Newsflash, upset alert, Iowa at Maryland on Friday night of this week. And Penn State will at least have Ohio State to play. That's right. Oklahoma's 4-0. Are you convinced that they're going to be great all year long and they're not going to drop a single game? No, they're not good. I'm not so sure they don't have a quarterback controversy at Oklahoma. That was some of the most
3: blatant and brutal booing of a player and trying and chanting against
2: them that you'll ever hear from a home crowd. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I still say a lot's got to happen for them to get into the playoff. They beat Indiana a couple of weeks ago but they didn't look very impressive doing it. And I think Notre Dame is going to beat them this year. I mean, Notre Dame could be crashing the party. And then you get into some other undefeated teams. I mean, we're so I, I'm just looking at the top top 25. So obviously Bama and Georgia are contenders, Oregon for now is, Penn State or Iowa, at least one of those teams is going to be eliminated. Not sure that Oklahoma's got staying power. Not sure that Cincinnati can get there. And I don't think they're going to beat Notre Dame this week. Arkansas is not going undefeated. Notre Dame's probably not going undefeated, but I think that's a pretty good football team. There's a wild card in all of this, too. BYU will be a betting favorite in all of their remaining games. And if they win them all, I believe it's six Power 5 wins for BYU. And it might be enough. Is Ohio State done losing? They've already got a loss. They don't look like it. No. Ole Miss is sitting there three and oh, their biggest test of the season comes this week. Arkansas's four and oh, I think I said them a second ago. I don't think Arkansas is going. I mean, I think there are a couple of losses on Arkansas schedule. I think Arkansas though is way ahead of schedule. This, this, this record, this schedule has got nine and three written all over it for the Hogs. And goodness gracious, what a year that would be. At 9-3, and three, I don't have an issue with Sam Pittman as your national coach of the year. No. Nah. Given how far they've come in a short time. Nah. One more lose. Michigan, maybe? Nah. I mean, they look great maybe. early, and then they kind of played with their food a little bit and ended up beating Rutgers. Hey,
3: Dad, I thought you were trying to jump in there. I'm sorry. I do. I got one more loser, i already mentioned it, but we have to talk about the SEC. We only got a few seconds here, but well, hold that thought. We got plenty of time. All right. You know what's cut it short? I, I, I got to have that rant. Okay.
2: Coastal Carolina's not in the conversation. Michigan State's not in the conversation, even though they're four and zero. But the ACC is out. I mean, NC State's already got a loss. Boston College isn't going to run the table. Clemson's got two losses. North Carolina's got two losses. Miami's super average. Florida State's terrible. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. So nice job. Anyway, point of all that, nice job saying, you know what, we really don't want the 12-team playoff. Well, might want to do that if you want to have a team in the playoff there, guys.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 88. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 87. For your Wednesday, partly sunny skies, a 60% chance of rain, high near 87. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com.
9: On game day. The Bulldogs bring the noise. And with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can bring whatever you want, whenever you need it. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and the Bulldogs, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales.
0: Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Supertalk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
12: Physical Therapy and Balance spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L wants to help you fight the fall. They are offering a free, over-the-phone fall assessment screening. Now through the end of October, the assessment will be able to determine your potential fall risk. Physical of Jackson understands the importance of good balance for independent living and want you to be able to love your life. Call Physical of Jackson at 601-487-2260 today for your free over the phone fall assessment screening.
15: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. President Biden's agenda faces a critical week in Congress as the House begins debating a $1 trillion infrastructure measure. Jared Halpern with Fox has more from Washington.
0: The bill already won bipartisan support in the Senate, but it faces an uncertain future in the House. Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that vote will be Thursday, but dozens of progressive Democrats are threatening to withhold support unless a larger $3.5 trillion spending bill is for to prove. Ahead of a partial government shutdown late this
10: week,
15: the Senate votes tonight on a short-term spending plan. Alpern says it's unlikely to overcome a Republican filibuster. And Melody Musgrove, the wife of former Governor Ronnie Musgrove, passed away this morning at the Mayo Clinic at the age of 61. In 2010, Melody was appointed by President Barack Obama to lead the Special Education Office in the U.S. Department of Education. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
1: Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Can we, can we, can we on Super Talk, Mississippi.
5: Oh,
13: yeah, please believe me. I hate to miss the train.
2: Yes, I know, yeah keep promising it, we're going to get to your winners and losers. You've sent us a bunch of them, but hey, Dad, you uh, you wanted to yell at somebody for something. Yeah, I do. I want to yell at, uh, is my audio bad, Michael? Alright, let's... Uh, Tell you what, let's see if we can uh, reconnect that and get it uh, cleaned up just a bit. We'll go through some of these on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Winner, the young lady that gave her homecoming crown to the girl whose mom had just passed away. Very cool. Very cool. Loser, SEC referees with the, quote, your money's in the envelope, quote, call, on the pass completion at the end of the Auburn game. That's from Jeff in Oxford. That's probably where Heydad was going. I mean, just how does that keep happening? How does that happen? What do they see that we don't see? That's the question, right? Because Deuce, Deuce in the broadcast booth, all of the Auburn fans in the stadium that saw the replay on that gigantic scoreboard... It's and, massive, too. And everybody at home all saw that was not a completed pass. And yet... The one person whose job it is to make sure that is called an incomplete pass saw something that the rest of us could not see. Like I said earlier in the show, Auburn fans in the stadium were laughing. Laughing because they knew that it was an incomplete pass and it was handed to them anyway. How does that continue to happen week By after way, week after week? How? Bo Nicks got benched in that game. Yes, he did
3: yes he did and now it's it T.J. TJ Finley what a storyline we've got there coming back to tiger stadium but it's it's just it's the fact that curls wasn't given the weekend off is incredible to me absolutely incredible and as soon as i saw him on the broadcast i knew he would find a way to influence the game and as soon as i saw that that call was going to be reviewed i knew that it was his time to shine And it played. I mean, I shouldn't be able to predict these things, but they're so predictable. So I mean, the the replay office in in Birmingham is screwing up. The referees on the field are screwing up. It's just every single week. And y'all, y'all are going, you're going to laugh when he's the referee in Tuscaloosa this weekend. But I'm, I'm almost willing to guarantee that's where he'll be. I
2: doubt it. He'll
3: be somewhere, though.
5: Oh, Ruin
2: somebody over. I can't imagine that they're going to assign him to the highest profile game this weekend, though.
11: Okay. We shall see.
3: They got to make sure that Alabama gets the win, man. You got to put your top guys on that.
2: Uh, winner, NC State fans. They had that place. Rocking loser, Vandy. <laughs> Excuse me. Mandy, I mean, come on, man. Not even a field goal. Loser. Chris in uh, Boonville says, Borky for his prediction of a boring football weekend. I just said the slate was bad. It was. It ended up being chaotic. Pretty and do- Pretty darn entertaining. Oh, yeah. It's never uh, bad. Uh, Bowling Green beat Minnesota, by the way. We had yeah. we got everything this weekend. 31-point we underdog. We got ridiculous upsets like that one. We got Clemson getting humbled, which was, again, just beautiful. Uh, we had a really good game that happened in East Lansing, Michigan. That was just a good football game. It was entertaining. We had uh, a player quit during the game and take his jersey off during the game and give his equipment to the crowd during the game Walk to the locker room again during the game, tweet four letter word that starts with an F. Ohio State during the game comes back out of the locker room on the sidelines and then gets sent back into the locker room and dismissed from the team. We had a pathetic the blown review Ohio call. State University. Yeah. I mean we we had we got everything this weekend. Just chaos abounds, man. Uh loser, Mike Leach play calling. Okay. I don't think I don't think it's
3: the play calling.
2: Hammy, winner, me, the folks at work took care of me, early birthday gift. Uh, He's got a bottle of uh, 14-year-old Balvini scotch. Good for you, Hammy. Good for you. Uh, Kelso, loser, my Washington football team defense. Lots of preseason talk, but they are embarrassing. Yeah, Buffalo kind of had its way yesterday. Uh, loser, all the people that want to fire Leach. Give the man a chance, and I bet those people who want him fired probably don't own crockpots. <laughs> it takes a little while is the point he's making. I get it, but that's rough. Uh, Will and you pour a winter me, enjoying a day off after a busy weekend. Got you guys on the TV out back. And pineapple pork tenderloin on the grill with a smoke box. boy. He says, I know you guys would say not to use a propane grill, but my girlfriend got it for me for a birthday present. Smokebox is great for cooking low and slow, and having the ease of propane for burgers and hot dogs is nice. Taste the meat, not the heat. There's what? nothing wrong with a propane grill. You can do great things on one. You need Will propane you and propane
3: accessories. <laughs>
2: I say you do you will. Whatever whatever you like, go for it. Whatever it's gets the meat get cooked, it. man, I'll eat it. Winner, college football for regaining some parity. Yes, please. Yeah. It makes this college football season infinitely more likable. Yep.
3: Speaking I mean, of right now, what is it? Georgia, Alabama, Oregon. Who's fourth? Notre Dame, maybe? could be Cincinnati after this weekend on, if they can beat Notre Dame on resume is Georgia,
2: Alabama and everybody else. Uh, There's definitely a tier below, but I mean it, it, we'll look at maybe later in the show the top 25. Uh, Arkansas is way too low considering body of work and what they've done. What has Cincinnati done that is better than Arkansas? I'll hang up and listen. They beat Indiana and they were ranked in the preseason. They beat Indiana after Indiana and turned turned it over what? 3 times? Yeah, it was uh
3: Well they forced the turnovers. You gotta give I always give the defense a little credit. Yeah. They're in the right place at the right time.
2: Arkansas would line up and beat Cincinnati like a drum right now, let's be honest. Probably oh probably so. Oh, they would. Yeah. yeah, that would be yeah. Uh let's see here. A few more. Uh what about DJ's past made him uh made that guy think he couldn't hang with the young guys? Good point. <laughs> True. It's not even that uh, old. It was just a young team. Winner Nick Fortes, former Ole Miss player, homered in each of his first three games as a big leaguer. Also Bowling Green over Minnesota for a uh, a win. And Minnesota who am I thinking
3: loser. of that played basketball for Ole Miss? Nick, I thought that was the guy who was a basketball player. Who no, Nick Fortes of? was a catcher, first baseman. So who am I thinking? Two years ago, transferred from Nick-
2: Florida. Williams? No. I say I was thinking about Nick Williams, but he transferred no. from Indiana, didn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know Nick man.
3: Brazel, Snoop? No, it's definitely not.
2: <laughs> Mike in Hattiesburg. How far will Ole Miss rise in the polls if they beat Alabama? Top they, five. Yeah, they should be. I mean, they should. Yeah, uh, should uh, Oklahoma's got losses. Multiple losses coming. Uh, speaking of unlikable, uh, Spencer Rattler. I did not see some of... I didn't watch the Elite 11 documentary or whatever it was. Uh, Boy, he's hard to like. I saw some clips from his... It's a documentary somebody did following high-profile high school prospects, and they all camped together at quarterback. And it makes a lot of sense that his student section was chanting for his backup now, in hindsight. Hmm. Steven in Oxford says loser Clemson and Ross Bjork. Huh.
3: Winner Two of Borky's favorite
2: things right there. Yeah, they're still going to beat South Carolina badly, though, and that just, mm. uh, Winner JT and Daniel Berger shotgunning beers on the first tee at the Ryder Cup. <laughs>
15: that was awesome.
3: Even I was fired up for that. I mean, as I, I watched that clip. I was like, yeah, I'd watch golf every weekend if they were just killing beers on the tee box.
2: The NC State win should also boost Mississippi State's net, right? Net, yeah. They held it.
3: Yeah, right. They're probably a sixth seed right now.
2: Mr. West says, being a former kicker, my winner is Justin Tucker. 66 yards is a mile. Did you go a- – I don't know if you guys saw it live or you watched it. He kicked the ball from the other side of midfield.
3: Yeah. And that's what happens on a
2: 60-plus yard field goal. Yeah, Stat- He kicked it from the 44. Yeah, Stat of the day. Here you go. Justin Tucker has made 71% of his field goal attempts from beyond 50 yards. 71% beyond 50 he makes. That is higher than LeBron James's free throw shooting percentage as a Laker, Amazing. which is 68%. Uh,
3: loser Georgia Southern, by the way. Got a guy chugging beers Genius. and ri- riding the bus or s- surfing the bus on the way to the game. They fired their coach yesterday. They had to suspend the player. It's a mess over there. Yeah. Auburn fired a coach yesterday, too. He came from Boise to take that job, and now he's gone. I mean, what? Three yeah, four games in. There's
2: a lot of issues with Auburn right now, and Finley's not the answer. No. Ooh. To check in and find out more about this, Tim and McGee says my winner, Lee Sterling's Baker's dozen. We'll have to find out how that worked out. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at Supertalk.fm.
6: the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and in Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call them at 601-605-4443. For the most part looking pretty good. Some uh, heavy congestion Highway 18 in Hinds County at Greenway and in Madison County still seeing some minor delays. 55 northbound just past Highway 463. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217.
11: 601 345 8090. That's 601 345 8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com.
1: Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Hawsey Insurance. Hawseyinsurance.com.
0: Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive
15: everything we do. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance.
4: Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better.
16: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 808 8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: South Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Monday afternoon, recapping the weekend. Might take a little bit of a peek ahead into uh, week number two in the 5 o'clock hour. Guys looking like Josh Gordon to the Kansas City Chiefs.
3: This has got to be like
2: last final chance, right? One
3: more last chance before they say we're through. Wow, I mean, as long as you know until he stops being fast, basically he'll get chances.
2: yeah, hey, I know so little about him and follow the NFL so little, but you gotta wish for a guy like that to be able to get past his personal demons and stay in the league, right? Yeah, because he's uber talented. You just want him to be healthy first and foremost.
3: I mean, if he's in the league or not, I just hope he's gotten past all of these problems. But sure. I don't, I don't have any faith that he is because he, he's cried wolves too many times.
2: Yeah. Just an observation, randomly from the uh, weekend, Yulman Stadium, where Tulane plays its home games, yeah. kind of a cool little stadium.
3: Yeah, I was, I'm looking forward to that trip. Uh, I think it's next year. Oh, does Mississippi State play there next year? I don't know if it's next year or the year after. It's coming up, though. I think Ole Miss is there in maybe 2024. Maybe that was supposed to be last year, now that I think about it. No, that doesn't seem right, so I don't know.
2: A little disappointed in the crowd. Um, They announced 18,000. There were probably 12 there. First home game, I would have thought that there would have been a little more juice for that. But um, their students showed up in the first half. They bailed big time in the second half. And they still had a, like, you got to wear a mask everywhere inside the stadium. And it was the day that they had moved in back on the Tulane campus. And so it was, um, no, there was no parking on campus and no tailgating on campus, which seems to be a little detrimental to football attendance. Just thinking out loud there. Hey, and you guys know that, um, UAB is opening its brand new downtown Birmingham stadium this Saturday. Against liberty, did you drive by? Did you see it when when we were in Birmingham back in? I've I've driven
3: past it before, so yeah, I know where I know what it's going to look like. Very very exciting facility.
2: It's glad that the Birmingham Bowl was moving there too. Yeah, yeah. I think I said this a minute ago, Borky, when we were kind of talking about resumes. Can you get on board with the idea that Maryland pulls the upset against number 5 Iowa on Friday night in College Park? I'm curious about the one. I've watched Iowa play a couple of times. I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, They're every Iowa team you've ever seen. Uh, To me, they're a benefactor of schedule and one win against a definitely average at best Iowa State team who just lost again, by the way. Uh, Iowa is who they've always been. They have big linemen, generally, fundamentally sound, and if they played a team with,
4: let's call it, southern talent, they'd get run up and down the field.
3: Maybe. You never know. Could go the other way on you, and you just don't expect it. (laughs) Personal experience? Yeah, you know, speaking from a... Some 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 issues in my past.
2: Seriously, I mean, they wouldn't be the fifth best team in the SEC right now. No. no. Let alone the fifth no. best team in the country. No. They, they lack the team, badly though, at quarterback and skill
3: positions. Just they not. are a team that, outside of Georgia, Alabama, can play its best game and beat anybody. Just not Georgia and Alabama, though.
2: Do you know how much anticipation there would be if the first AP poll came out after this weekend? it would be huge. We've had four weeks and are going into the fifth week of college season. What if you didn't have a poll? Or maybe you just came out with the first one after the first full month of the season. How much different would it look? Because, Borky, you were saying earlier, Cincinnati at number seven, Why? and in front of Arkansas so if you were just rolling out a poll based on what you have seen on the field so far this year I'm fine with Alabama being number one fine with Georgia at two is Oregon really third or is that a function of where they started the season they do have that win in Columbus But they've looked like crap against Fresno State and looked like crap against an awful Arizona team. Is Penn State the fourth-best team in the country based on what they've done on the field? Eh. Zero percent chance. No. Because they've beaten a Wisconsin team that can't score and an Auburn team at home that almost just lost to Georgia State. Maybe based on what they've done so far, maybe Iowa does deserve to be at five. Not ahead of Arkansas. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Does Arkansas have the best overall resume in the country?
1: You're listening to wfm 4 Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your three professionals at are going to online at supertalk.fm.
7: News. I'm Karen McHugh. R&B star R. Kelly has been found guilty on all charges including sex trafficking and racketeering.
16: Today's guilty verdict forever brands R. Kelly as a predator who used his fame and fortune to prey on the young, vulnerable and the voiceless for his own sexual gratification.
7: Jacqueline Casoulis is the acting U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York. The White House jumping to President Biden's defense, who said last week in front of India's prime minister that his country's press is, quote, much better behaved than the American press.
16: And some of the questions are not always about the topic he's talking about in that day. I don't think it was meant to be a hard cut at the members of the media.
7: White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki at today's briefing. America is listening listening to Fox News
9: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse
14: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now. Featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine. 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina
15: in Ridgeland. Stephen Gagliano and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Last week, the CDC officially recommended booster doses for certain at-risk
19: populations. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains. CDC has now recommended booster shots for people. 65 and older, also for people 50 to 64 with underlying medical conditions. Those 18 to 49 may consider receiving a booster dose greater than six months. People 1864 who are high risk for COVID because of occupation may also consider a booster. This is only for Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson Johnson have not been evaluated for boosters yet. Now keep in mind that immunocompromised people still will need a third dose of Pfizer or Moderna four weeks after the second dose. This is different than the routine boosters that have been recommended by CDC.
15: And the voter registration deadline for the November general and special elections is a week away. For details and to find out where and how you can register to vote, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
5: This piece
16: of land allows us to grow row after row of corn, cotton, and soybeans. That's why as a farm family of Mississippi, we do our best to take care of this land water conservation improvements in soil health and reducing our carbon footprint all to grow the best products we can it's just how we do things around here providing for our family and yours the farm families of
5: mississippi
8: hey there lucky buck here coming to you live
2: from a nearby meadow you know four leaf clovers are lucky of course but i find that the three leafers are lucky too and just as tasty Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's
6: Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50 cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime and you might be
13: lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play
6: responsibly.
15: The pandemic made it difficult to determine what the expectation should be for the Mississippi Aquarium. CEO Kurt Allen told us that they had over 325,000 visitors in their first year.
1: COVID uh, certainly
6: created a a havoc for us to try to, you know, maneuver through daily what uh, you can and can't do and how many people and masks and
15: everything else. Their annual fundraiser, renamed the Hancock-Whitney Sea of Stars, is coming up Friday evening. Visit Supertalk.fm for more information. And nobody claimed the Powerball jackpot over the weekend, so now it's even higher. For tonight's drawing, the estimated jackpot now stands at $545 million. For tomorrow, the Mega Millions estimated jackpot is worth $22 million after it was recently claimed, and the Mississippi Match 5 is now worth an estimated $85,000. Stephen
8: So if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish.
17: Hey, this is Stephen with Americans for Prosperity Mississippi. Do you know how your legislators really voted on the issues that impact you and your family every day? Often, our elected officials campaign on defending your rights and liberties, yet they vote for special interests and irresponsible policies. See how your legislators voted at scorecardms.com to hold them accountable and encourage them to continue advancing the cause of liberty in Mississippi, paid for by Americans for Prosperity.
14: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on Supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station.
2: This Monday, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. If you're just joining us, just wrapped up a Monday at the office, welcome. Hope you had a great day. We're only uh, five days away from the weekend. Four days away from Friday, if you're counting. You need to put a tick mark on the uh, the, the tote board as you walk away from the office. Thanks That's for being with us. Seven days away from vacation.
3: You going for a whole week? Uh, I'll be back for that Monday so we can do the wrap-up of State, Texas, A&M, and then I'm off until the next Monday.
2: So we're without you all of next week after Monday? Yes. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so
3: Don't worry. I'll get somebody to mention the national championship Mississippi State baseball team. I'll make it happen. How do you think you're going to pull that off? Don't worry about me. I've got, I've got my, my ways.
5: Mm.
2: <laughs> if you think so, if you think so, C Seaspire text line is open to you. Let Ceasefire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at SeaspireBusiness.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borke. And, Brian, hey, Dad, you want to be part of the conversation, hit us up on the Seaspire text line. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com to see all that's happening at Pearl River Resort. Gold Moon Casino, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, Philip M. Steakhouse, Mama and M, and, of course, the sports book at Timeout Lounge. All right, college football fix. Let's do it. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to BuyFordNow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. You can get behind the wheel of an F-150. It's the best-selling truck in America for 43 straight years let's look at the uh, let's look at the top 25 new AP and coaches poll is out we'll skip and just do one of them there's no reason to look at both but uh, AP top 25 Alabama still sitting there at number one Georgia's getting a few votes as well uh, they are clearly the number two team in the country I, I, some might say they're the number one team in the country but they are clearly ranked as the number two team in the country. Then you got got Oregon. Those are the only two teams in the AP, by the way, getting first-place votes. Then it's Oregon at three, Penn State at four, Iowa at five. Oklahoma six. They dropped two spots despite their win this week. Should they have lost that game to West Virginia?
3: Yeah. I mean, it was close.
2: They're frauds. That's what they are. They are frauds. If they played in the SEC, they would lose, what, if Oklahoma had Arkansas' schedule, they'd win eight games. And that's being bunch of, friendly. bunch
3: of land thieves is what they are.
2: That, that's being really friendly to Oklahoma. I don't even believe it'd be eight. Hmm. Cincinnati moves up a spot from eight to seven without playing a game this weekend. Arkansas jumps from 16 to eight in the AP poll. Off to a 4-0 start. Still under ranked.
3: Great, great SEC shorts on them today.
2: Yeah, it's Arkansas moving out, Florida State moving into the basement. Moving in. I, but I mean, if we're doing the polls right, and like we were looking at during the break, there's a guy that has Ole Miss at 19 and Cincinnati at four. David Jablinski from Dayton, Ohio. I mean, what are we doing? Come what on, are we doing, David. man? Come on, David. I, I mean naturally, of course, he's from Ohio, but geez, if you are going to get a vote, at least try to pay attention to it. Why is Arkansas behind Cincinnati? Who can rationalize that for me? Preconceived notions and stupidity. Why? Because That's why. they had a shaky opening day win against Rice? Yeah. Preconceived notions. That's, That's what pretty it darn is. darn good since then. Huh. They ended up blowing them out anyway. In the first half of that game, I was like,
3: man, Sam Pittman, it's just not going to work.
2: We'll take care of this Cincinnati.
5: But I got thing this new weekend,
3: information
2: though. as the season has gone on. Um, Notre Dame at nine, Florida at ten, Ohio State eleven.
4: Not in love s- with that either.
2: They dropped. A- Ohio State may have flipped a switch this past weekend. You think though, because they struggled early and it was freaking Akron. I mean, <laughs> come on yeah. now. They had a player quit during the game. Understand? Was tossing they did equipment way. to the fans behind the team bench during the game. What if Ohio State goes to Rutgers and wins by three touchdowns this week after Rutgers had a one-score game against Michigan last week in Ann Arbor? Not impressed. Doesn't mean anything to you. Okay. That's like Alabama. It's like Alabama beats Kentucky. Are you impressed? No.
3: I do like Michigan this year. I think that they are—they're—they're they're not going to beat Ohio State at the end, but they're—they're they're better this year. Harbaugh's got that team playing good. You sure they're not going to beat Ohio State this year? I'm not totally sure, which is an improvement on years past. Yeah, I mean,
2: at some point they're going to win that game again. No, no doubt. Uh, let's see. Ohio State 11, Ole Miss 12. Ranked as high as 8 by Bennett Conlon, who covers Virginia. Been on this show before. He has been on this show. Talked to me back during uh, baseball season, didn't we? During the College World Series. Yeah. When, you know what? You know what happened. David Jablonski has got Ole Miss ranked 19th. Where does Mississippi's own Robbie Falk have the Rebels? At uh, 11, I think. Fair enough. Uh, Is that right? Looked at it a second ago. No, he's got them at ten. Ten? Okay. I, I keep seeing uh, we've gotten like four texts today about Arkansas beat an overrated Texas team and Texas A and M team. Uh, I mean what else do you want from I mean, who's got a better resume than them? Yeah. Uh, Texas is not bad. Yeah, Texas scored what seventy-two points. They scored seventy, 70. on the Saturday. 70, they beat yeah. Texas Tech seventy to thirty-five. But, that's a job that's going to come open, I mean, Texas Tech. If Arkansas's resume is no good, then, then who's it? Nobody's. Yeah, this is what a lot of people do: is
3: they just can't accept. Oh, everybody's no good. You know who? Who's good? Arkansas is good. Arkansas is a good football team. I don't know that Arkansas is a good football team, but they're a good right. football team. Just yeah. watch the games. Watch them play and tell me and, they're not a good football team.
2: And I mean, who, watch has Georgia, watch Alabama. Yeah, who, who has been more impressive than Arkansas so far this year? Georgia, maybe? Yeah. Yeah.
3: If if Arkansas had just been a normal program the past five years or so, and they were a preseason 24th, they might be number two, three or four in the country right now. But because nobody had any faith in them, they started the year unranked, they got
2: to work their way up. They're playing better than eight. It's like they got to pay their dues. Exactly, yeah. BYU at 13, Michigan at 14, A&M at 15. Highest ranking for Texas A&M, 8, by Ben Portnoy.
6: And then Cecil Hurt has
2: them not ranked. Yeah, I had some issues with Ben's poll. My handsome young
3: son. i got to text him right now. Hold on. I'm, I'm doing wait, it. Wait. I'll let him know what, you, what he says.
2: Repeat that one more time. Who, me? Yes. Ben Portnoy has <laughs> Texas A&M ranked 8th. <laughs> Cecil Hurt has them not ranked. Fine with the unranked part. What on earth possesses you, Ben? I'll find Very out. nice guy. His beautiful mother and I raised him better than that. To think that Texas A&M is only not better than seven teams in America. They're not better than seven teams in the SEC. He also has Clemson ranked 14th. Oh, geez, Ben, did you just like copy and paste yours from last I think, week? I think he may have done that at this point. Ben,
3: and He's 14? a South Carolina beat writer, too. He's going to get his own people met riled up.
4: Fourteen
3: They're
2: terrible. He has for Iowa State at nineteen. They're bad. Ben. Has LSU at twenty-three? North Carolina still ranked at twenty-five. Ben All right. this is a ben. copy and paste. That has to ben. be that, that has to be not, last week's not, poll. Not great. Because North Carolina being ranked right now. Man. He was the only person that ranked North Carolina in the top 25. They got long goat on Saturday by Georgia Tech. They got long. <laughs> Just finished. Nobody got open. The poll. Coastal Carolina at 16, Michigan State 17, Fresno 18, Oklahoma State 19, 20 through 25 UCLA, Baylor, Auburn at 22, up a spot this week.
3: Thank you, Mark. I think there are a
2: few people that just looked at a final score and nothing else. NC State at 23, unranked last week. Wake Forest and Clemson at number 25. They were left out of 34 polls this week. And ranked as high as number 14 by Ben Portnoy. We'll (laughs) We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi, that's your college football
6: fix. from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Look for delays southbound on 55 from Pearl Street down to the stack and uh, well continues eastbound as well. Also seeing traffic delays westbound on 20 at the stack. In Madison County, look for delays 55 northbound just past Highway 463. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts at River Trust Federal Credit
11: Union. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
13: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at binnelson.com. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the 162nd Mississippi State Fair in Jackson, October 6th through 17th. Enjoy a variety of family fun entertainment free with your fair admission. New to the fair this year, something you don't want to miss, the extreme bull riding fall nationals and the tri-state rodeo. They're both coming at the State Fair. Buy your tickets today at Ticketmaster.com. Stop by the Coliseum Box Office. Follow us on Facebook for more information. Come on out to the Mississippi State Fair, October 6th through 17th.
14: The Beach Boys, live in concert. You have fun, fun, fun it takes a
5: TV.
14: Over five decades of timelessness. October 6th at Brandon Amphitheater. The Beach Boys, 2021 Field Flows World Tour. Get reserved seats now at Ticketmaster.com. VIP packages
11: available at TheBeachBoys.com and MikeLove.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your Mississippi teams. With live reports from the games and practices. Plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: CC. look at uh, all the I results from the weekend. told you earlier, entertaining game in Chestnut Hill, 41-34, Boston College over Missouri in overtime. Missouri hits a 56-yard field goal as time expires to tie the game at 34. Boston College gets it first. They score. They kick the extra point, go up 41-34. And then Connor Basilac throws an interception into triple coverage on first down. It's tough. Why do you force it when you have to have a touchdown on the first play of overtime?
3: It's not good to make poor
2: decision-making. Decision poor
3: decision-making, yeah. Good news, it's correctable.
2: <laughs> it's the theme of today. I
3: think like I've are heard that
2: somewhere before. Yeah. Georgia led 35 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Pretty lackluster second quarter, if we're being honest. They were up 38 zip at the half. Scored 17 in the third and seven in the fourth. Georgia had 28 first downs. Vanderbilt had four. Georgia ran it for 241 yards. They threw it for 291. Vanderbilt had 77 yards of total offense, 15 more yards. Then Georgia had points. Late in
3: the fourth quarter, it was 55 points to 54 yards. It looked like we were going to get the, uh, the very rare points versus yards winner. You know who Vanderbilt plays this weekend? I do. I do. It <laughs> <laughs> should be a prison sentence to have to
2: watch them play UConn this weekend. Or it's two evenly matched teams and it might be a great game. Vanderbilt's a two touchdown favorite tells you all you need to know about Yukon
10: oh my god um
2: wow Vanderbilt has a, pow- a a group of five win. and Colorado State who'd they take down to the wire yesterday or Saturday oh it was uh it was a big 12 team it was Oklahoma State wasn't it it was Iowa
3: it, that's right it was Iowa Vanderbilt Iowa beat them beat 24 to 14. Yeah. Iowa scored as many points on Colorado State as Vanderbilt did. Yeah. And Toledo going now in this, this is college football this year though. Toledo, the team that nearly beat Notre Dame, is Colorado State's one win on the year.
2: And Bowling Green who so lost to Tennessee beat Minnesota.
3: Who beat who beat the crap out of Colorado who nearly beat Texas AM? and I love this so team much. The same Minnesota team that gave
2: Ohio State all they wanted on the opening night of the season. How, how can you not love college football? It's the best sport on earth. So JT Daniels started and went 9 of 10 for 129 yards and two touchdowns, and they said, yeah, that's enough, JT. Stats a minute, 11 of 15, buck 51, touchdown and a pick. And then Carson Betts. I say he's three, three quarterbacks in the game. Arkansas 20-10 over Texas A&M. Razorbacks led 17-0 at the half. And just, it was as dominant a first half as I've seen in a while.
3: Physically dominant, too. Yes. Not just just making big plays. It's just, we're going to push you around and there's nothing you can do about it. Kind of dominant. Arkansas
2: had 197 rushing. They averaged four yards per carry. They threw it for 246, 443 yards of total offense. K.J. Jefferson, 7 of 15, 212, and two touchdowns. See, here's here's where I think there's some nuance that goes into K.J. Jefferson. He's a good quarterback. Malik Hornsby was the other guy that came in, and he did okay running around. Jefferson got a little banged up, then came back into the game at the end. I think for you to win at a relatively high level, you got to complete more than 50% of your passes. 7 out of 15 for 212 yards. I don't think that's enough. There are a couple of home run balls, some nice touch throws, but I don't see enough consistency from K.J. Jefferson in the passing game. They've got a home run threat in Traylon Burks. How about this? Six catches for 167 yards. That was awesome. Traylon Smith is good running back. Yeah. And they got a stable of running backs right now.
3: Arkansas Georgia this Saturday is going to be as old school of smash mouth game as you'll ever want to see in 2021. Yeah. I mean, they're just going to they're going to beat each other. Yes, I think so. I think they're going to do it. Beat the heck out of each other. All right, Georgia will win. They'll probably win pretty comfortably, but they will walk. They will limp
2: off that field. Is this a good comparison? KJ Jefferson looks like a young Dak Prescott. No. Well,
3: Dak, Dak his first year wasn't the, the most accomplished passer. He just got a he, but he took a massive leap junior year and then senior year. So let me. So let's come back to that and twenty twenty two, and if he's completing sixty plus percent of his passes, then we'll
2: say yeah. Right now he's more of a Chris Ralph. Jeff in Oxford says hypothetically, what would the score have been if Ole Miss had played Texas AM last Saturday?
3: A lot to not then to not as much. I mean But AM's good defensively, they are thirty two to twenty. Yeah, that that's what, you're giving them twenty? I bring it down on like thirty-five to fourteen.
2: Okay. We've talked a good bit about Auburn and Georgia State. Florida, Tennessee. It's a game for a little while, but Tennessee's not good and Florida's got a really good roster. Yeah. Thirty eight fourteen. They pull away late. Well Lee and Mullins nice. like using Emory Jones the way Emory Jones needs to be used. Yeah. The game plan was good in this game. Yeah, seventeen fourteen at the half. Florida outscores Tennessee twenty-one zip in the second half. Yep. Um, Florida used two quarterbacks, but Richardson was not one of them. I'm telling you guys, he's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah he'd no be quiet. about it. Yeah, he's hurt. Emory Jones, fifteen carries for 144 yards and 21 to 27 passing for 209 with a couple of touchdowns.
3: That's a high that's that's about as good as he can play. And now they'll play for second in the East this weekend.
2: Tennessee did put Joe Milton the third in the ball game. He was 2 of 8. Imagine that. Kentucky 16 to 10 over South Carolina. Yeah, after week 1 against Louisiana Monroe, we were crowning Will Levis as the second coming of Peyton Manning apparently. No. Uh, it's not, I can't not, think yeah. of the last, I guess it would be Jared Lorenzen. Uh, may he rest in peace. Uh, the last, like, really good Kentucky quarterback? Because he was after oh, no. Tim Couch, right? Andre Woodson. Andre Woodson I mean, was pretty dang good. He was good. Been a long time. And Been a while. And people are crowning him, like, the second coming of that. Uh, there's a reason he couldn't play over Sean Clifford at Penn State. And we're seeing that reason. Kentucky turns the football over too much. Uh... Levis is not great, and that's a winnable game for Mississippi State, and the idea that they were going to finish second in the East uh, is laughable now. They got I, I lucky in this one.
3: I said earlier that State's a, a good, bad team. Kentucky is a bad, good team. They make mistakes, but they find a way to win. Now, And they're probably going to end up winning eight games this year because they'll beat Louisville, uh, they'll beat Vanderbilt, they'll beat Tennessee, and, and
2: probably I, I might I might not so fast you, my friend, on their beating Louisville. Oh, I, I feel pretty good. Louisville looks different than they they're did playing better in but the opener. I, I, do I they look different win. or did they play a better team in the opener? Well,
3: they definitely played a better team, but there was they they got just embarrassed in that first half. So Yeah. But I think Kentucky finds a way to win eight. I, and they'll probably beat Mississippi it, State. It, it's funny, as it pertains to
2: the old Miss Schedule, because people have wanted to do this, well, Louisville's terrible. Well, Ole Miss made look made Louisville look really, really bad, and they've won that's their three games since. What do I always say:
3: you play a bad. Right. If you're a good team and you play a bad team, you should beat the heck out of them. That's what Ole Miss yeah. did.
2: The, but the flip side is, first on that Tulane. I mean, Lane Kiffin said that's an SEC team. Well, they're one in three with a win over Morgan State, and I don't think Tulane's terrible but they're not great either. So it's almost like it kind of settles out. Folks that wanted to detract Ole mrs. win from Louisville because Louisville wasn't great and then wanted to build Ole Miss way, way up because of what they did to Tulane, which was still incredibly impressive, but Tulane may not be great either. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be back.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 88. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 40% chance of rain, high near 87. For your Wednesday, partly sunny skies, a 60% chance of rain, high near 87. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon.
15: I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Last week, the CDC officially recommended booster doses for certain at-risk
19: populations. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains. CDC has now recommended booster shots for people 65 and older, also for people 50 to 64 with underlying medical conditions. Those 18 to 49 may consider receiving a booster dose at greater than six months. People 18 to 64 who are high risk. COVID because of occupation may also consider a booster. This is only for Pfizer. Moderna and Johnson Johnson have not been evaluated for boosters yet. Keep in mind that immunocompromised people still will need a third dose of Pfizer or Moderna four weeks after the second dose. This is different than the routine boosters that have been recommended by CDC."
15: And the voter registration deadline for the November general and special elections is a week away. For details and to find out where and how you can register to vote, visit supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News.
13: Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed.
9: Every point. sportsbook at golden moon casino revolutionizes the fan experience on your phone casino kiosk at the timeout lounge don't just be a fan be a player be a winner get the sportsbook at golden moon casino we're not just fans
4: we're here to play when it comes to your business it solutions smarter is better Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit
1: slash business. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Super Talk radio station. The
7: season's on the line. Touchdown!
1: <laughs> when it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Super Talk Mississippi. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on supertalk.fm, the Super Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Mississippi radio station.
2: Alabama man, the Pleasant Grove Department of Public Safety says that 37-year-old Matthew Williamson was charged September 17th with unlawful breaking and entering a vehicle and theft of property. He was found in a press box in Alabama. so disappointing that this is not Bryant-Denny Stadium. Found in the Pleasant Grove Athletic Complex press box, home to the Pleasant Grove High School baseball team, surrounded by chicken fingers
10: and meth. Oh.
2: Yeah. Sleeping in the press box among a pile of chicken fingers, chips, candy, and meth. There's a whole new meaning to. We have to cook, Jesse. What if you like broke into the concession stand and fired up the fryer and cooked the chicken tenders and so,
3: like If I got locked in the MSU press box, I know where there's some candy and chips and drinks and stuff like that, but I don't think there's any, you know, chicken tenders just laying around.
2: Maybe not. We get a question on the C-SPIRE text line, but was he naked? I'll let you dig on that information and find out for yourself. Feels like it's 50-50, doesn't it? Yeah. Kind of does. That wasn't even the best headline of the weekend, though, for an Alabama man. Well, by all means.
3: All right, let me... Fire up my Twitter here so I can Oh, so you don't it. actually
2: have it. You just want to say that what I brought to the table was not good enough, but... It's just going to take I me a
3: second to find it. Calm, calm yourself, Cross. My God.
2: While you're doing that, let's look at the slate of games this weekend. We'll do this in more detail tomorrow. What, Morky? Here it, ready? One of Wyoming. the most
3: one of the most sought boudoir photographers in the Southeast, and champion barrel racer Matt Matthews is fighting back after he says state officials swarmed his property and took his possum. Is that a euphemism? No. There's a picture of him giving this possum a kiss. Possum, which is literally one step above the vermin stage than rat. And he's using it as a pet, evidently. So what That's kind of a good photographer was her? He, as a boudoir photographer, comes in and takes the fancy naked pictures of your wife. And he's a champion barrel racer. That's a pretty accomplished
2: dude. With a pet possum, no less. With a pet possum, yeah. All right, we'll do lines tomorrow. <laughs> we can study more about the possum. I'm sorry, hold on a We will look at the lines on the football games involving SEC teams
3: tomorrow. We're
2: We're going to end up in a press box
3: surrounded by chicken fingers and chips.
2: Quick peek. Good (laughs) slate this weekend. (laughs) Florida, Kentucky. Now, hey, Dad, I said to Borky in the break just a second ago, I'm going to be surprised if Kentucky gives Florida all they want this weekend. And, Borky, your response was... I wouldn't bet on it. I think Kentucky's fool's gold.
3: Said They're going to find, probably find a way to win eight, but this ain't one of them.
2: I didn't say win. Mm. Georgia and Arkansas. Missouri and Tennessee. That is in Columbia, by the way. How bad is it going to finish for Tennessee? Right now they're 2-2. Two and two. They have South Alabama as a non-conference opponent on November 20th. Should win. Who? Should. They've beaten Bowling Green and Tennessee Tech and lost to Pitt and Florida. I mean, they're not going to be favored...
3: They have Alabama. Who's the other west? It's Ole Miss, right? Yeah. So it's Ole Miss. Not winning any of those. They can beat Vanderbilt. They'll beat Vanderbilt. So 4-8? and eight. South Carolina? It's going to be a interesting game. There's a euphemism for that. There's an episode of South Park about it as well. I think Borky knows what I'm talking about.
2: South Carolina's got Troy this week. Could be an interesting game. Eh. Didn't Troy lose to... Was it ULM this weekend? They did. They yeah, did. Never mind. Yeah. ULM who Rod's has kid, two wins on the year. Rich
3: Rod's kid uh, suffered a collapse long in that game.
2: Yeah. Hurt, came back in, yeah. didn't know the severity, and think at last check was like in the ICU on a vent still. That's scary tough, stuff. Tougher than a $2 stake. Vandy and UConn this weekend. Oh, God. Alabama, Ole Miss, Auburn, LSU, Mississippi State, Texas A&M. It's a a pretty good weekend of games as we roll into week five.
5: Yeah.
3: I'm I'm
2: glad to be off this weekend. Borky, give me a Monday thought on Ole Miss-Alabama. Whew, a Monday thought, as opposed to the uh, the more articulate Tuesday ones, I suppose. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Big, big picture, we're going to drill in, drill down, dive in, pick apart, peel back the layers, etc. throughout the week. Uh, my first thought is, because this is ever and always the most important position on the field, this is a huge day for Matt Corral. Uh, Because last year, nobody knew who he was going into the season because he had a set of coaches that believed his now backup wide receiver was better equipped to play quarterback than him. Uh, So nobody really knew who Matt Corral was going into last season. There were a lot of distractions, COVID, stuff like that. And those two games against Arkansas and LSU uh, distracted people from really how special of a season he had. That's not the case anymore. Everybody knows who he is. Depending on your book, he's a Heisman favorite. Uh, teams ranked number 12 in the country and most draft analysts have had him pass Rattler and Sam Howell and everybody but Pro Football Focus says he's the best quarterback in America. By the way, find somebody that loves you the way Pro Football Focus loves Malik Willis. You, like, you guys think you love your wives? You don't compared to the way they love Malik Willis. It's uh, unique, but Everybody's paying attention to him now. <laughs> Everybody's paying attention. Everybody knows he's against against the vaulted Syracuse defense on Friday night. Yeah, their offensive line is absolute trash. But we'll get to that game later. Tough to, I, be,
3: tough to beat Syracuse with 27-year-old Nick Fitzgerald at the helm.
2: I'm just glad we don't have to pretend that game has hype anymore. Uh, point being, this is a huge game for Matt Corral. <laughs> there, there is a real chance for him to show that... One, he's grown from a year ago in those two blow-up games. Two, that he is worth all of the hype that he has received with Heisman and draft and all of that stuff. And it's a huge game because he hasn't faced adversity this year at all. And he hasn't seen a road environment since the Egg Bowl 2019, in which again, he wasn't the full-time starter because guys that got paid a collective five million dollars thought that he wasn't good enough to play quarterback in the SEC. So even then, it wasn't his team and his show in a road environment. It's a long time ago. So will he respond to a road atmosphere? How yeah, will a lot. Yeah, oh, I remember that. Uh, maybe you know, it was your fault, coach, but anyway. Uh, first time in a road environment in a long time, and it's possible he faces adversity. What happens if they get into like a 14-3 hole? Florida was down 21-3, should have won the game. How will he respond? Will he force the football into places it doesn't belong to try to get his team back in quickly, or will he continue to be patient like he has been this year, in anticipation that Alabama is going to drop 7-8 back in coverage every time he drops back to pass? Huge game for him. He can confirm everything everybody thinks with a good performance in Tuscaloosa. So that's what I'm most looking forward to is seeing how this guy, who might be a Heisman contender, first-round first, first round pick we've seen around here since 2003 at the quarterback Kiffin's position. Big on the whole Heisman conversation being stupid and rat poison at, at this current juncture. It is, but he can say that all he wants, people are still having it. They are. And that, that it's just this is a big prove it game for him in particular. And I, I'm excited to see how he responds to it. True or false. And you yeah, gotta be careful with this when you have, you know, a lot of build-up for a single game that a lot of people want to see and always live up to the billing. So true or false, when we put our heads on the pillow on Saturday night, Ole Miss Alabama was the most entertaining game of the weekend
3: has a great chance to be.
2: I'd say that. I lean in the direction of true. Yeah. At least on Monday. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601 605 4443. And Rankin County, look for delays southbound on 475 at 468. In Hines County, expect minor delays 20 westbound at Gallatin. And in Madison County, delays 55 northbound between 463 and Gluckstadt. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601 353 5217.
10: Says I love you like diamonds.
18: And after the year we've all had, we're pulling the ones we love even closer, aren't we? Holding them a bit tighter.
10: At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do.
18: And helping you tell her how amazing she really is. How you couldn't live without her. That's our passion.
10: We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the diamonds you'll see in average jewelry stores.
18: And the largest inventory of gorgeous diamond jewelry in the state. From engagement rings and wedding bands.
10: To diamond pendants and tennis bracelets.
18: To our legendary diamond stud earrings. We have the perfect
10: anniversary, birthday or graduation gift for her. At the guaranteed best prices in the state.
18: But maybe the best reason of all is just because because you get to wake up next to her every day and that
9: makes you the lucky one come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now juniker jewelry company mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and junikerjewelry.com
14: Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best
18: life. Hottie Toddy.
1: Beyond the headlines on middays with Gerard Gibbert, weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk, Mississippi. Sports Talk, Mississippi.
18: Oh my God! What is going on here?
1: Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Well, it's about time. Right here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: been telling you for a week now that the Sanderson Farms Championship is coming up, and we will be there on Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday Pro-Am, Thursday opening round of the tournament, and we want you to be there as well. We're going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets right now. For you to win tickets to the Sanderson Farms Championship, be texter number 7 with today's key phrase of USA. Simple enough. Greenwood, Borky. After uh, a weekend in which the United States of America, these United States of America, won the Ryder Cup. we got a pair of tickets to give away. So USA is your key phrase today. Four, five... They're popping, they're popping, they're popping, they're popping. There it is. I think there's seven. Congratulations. We have a winner. Michael Borky will get your information. So Wednesday and Thursday, Sports Talk Mississippi will be there. Gallo and Gerard will be there on Friday. The Sanderson Farms Championship at the Country Club of Jackson has become one of the premier PGA events in the South. All proceeds from the tournament go to charities across the state, including Friends of Children's Hospital. So we're looking forward to being there. Some great golf on the uh on the horizon. Sergio, the reigning champion, will be back to try and win it for a second consecutive year. He's playing good golf. You got Mississippi ties with a lot of the players as well. Just a lot of good stuff coming up uh, on Wednesday and Thursday with you from the Sanderson Farms Championship. Hey, Dad, we started with Mississippi State. Let's circle back and finish there today. Sure. Bulldogs started the season with a 20-point come-from-behind win against Louisiana Tech. And then they beat NC State pretty convincingly in Week Mm 2. And then they lose a heartbreaker at Memphis. And then they lose this past weekend to LSU. What is this team right now? A team that, if it plays clean
3: and mistake-free, can win. And a team that, if it messes up, if it turns the ball over, if it has penalties, if it digs a hole, cannot win. They're not good enough to overcome their own mistakes.
2: You talked earlier about correctable mistakes. I don't disagree with you. Right. But does it feel like that's going to happen?
3: You know, you've got a game this week that I feel like you have a chance to win, and then you have a bye. Now the game after the bye is Alabama, so I don't know how much you can take from that. But after they play Alabama and it's Vandy, Kentucky, Arkansas, Auburn, Tennessee State, Ole Miss, you want to see improvement. And if you don't, that's a that's a sign for twenty twenty two that you shouldn't be too confident. They should I know you they should start getting better after Alabama.
2: Well, I was gonna say, I know you talked about it. A- <laughs> I mean, yes, but there's you, you still got Arkansas and Ole Miss on the backside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feels like Kentucky's a winnable game.
3: Feels, you got a chance there. Auburn's a winnable game. Tennessee and Vandy are you'll win those games. Just think, you need to you need to pick off a couple of teams. You need to do that. Don't go
2: four and eight. Yeah. Well, and I know you talked about on Thunder and Lightning the fact that it's not like the schedule gets easier next year. The next year's schedule is
3: brutal. Leach really needs to get to a bowl this year to have everybody just just have a little faith in him for next year. Because, gosh, I mean, Georgia is on the schedule. You're you, you know you're traveling to Kentucky, Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss. I mean, it's tough. Even though Arizona is the worst Power Five team, that is a road game against a Power Five team. It's, it's not tough be tough with Oregon for a while. Yeah, it's not going to be. They're not going to. They're not going to put be pushovers. Memphis comes to Starkville. I
2: mean, you just lost to them. Let me ask you this, curveball for you. Same question I asked Borky a second ago. Yeah. Outside looking in, high level mm-hmm. Monday thought, looking at this matchup on Saturday afternoon with, noon with Ole Miss and Alabama. I'll have to talk myself into Alabama
3: winning. Right now, I think Ole Miss is going to win. Really? Yeah. Why? I just feel like they have the momentum. They have the better quarterback, and it just it just feels like. It just feels like it. That's where we are. I, I feel like Ole Miss is going to win. I may yeah. change my mind on Friday, but if you said today, if I, today was the last day to pick, I would, I would lock in for Ole Miss. I certainly think they'll cover. I couldn't believe how high some of these lines. I saw a twenty-point line. I couldn't believe that. Yeah.
2: You know what's interesting is that defense is a different story. We'll set defense aside, but when you look at position groups on the offensive side, Ole Miss is better at quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're better at running back. I think so. There's probably more depth at receiver. Mm-hmm. Tight end, eh, probably not. Yeah. Offensive line, it's close. I mean, I there's might go a Alabama, real debate but... there. It's kind of a wash on the offensive line,
3: right?
13: I
2: think Ole Miss has think better play callers terms. too. Ole Miss has better play callers. Thanks for being with us. We'll do it again tomorrow starting at 3 o'clock. For Michael Borkey and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Rhino. In the Pearl River Resort Studios. Good night.